I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hey there, and welcome to Voice First Health, episode 50. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your support over these first 50 episodes. I'm really excited to continue to bring you, well, many more. So thanks for tuning in. I do want to remind you that today's podcast episode is brought to you by not only Voice First Health, of course, but the new catalog of Voice First Health flash briefings or briefcasts. I have just launched a catalog starting with five briefcasts that cover things like health tips, diabetes tips, blood pressure tips, skincare tips, acne tips, and there's going to be more coming out. So if you are interested in checking out little short bite-sized health tips that you or a patient or somebody that you know living with one of these conditions is interested in following along and getting a practical tip each day, then please check them out. You can just go to voicefirsthealth.com and you will see that there is a briefcast link which takes you to all of these new uh, briefcasts. Now, let's get to today's episode. Today, I am welcoming a very special guest, Natalia Suarez, and she is originally from the Dominican Republic, now living in London, and studying interactive media, and she has a passion for dementia, and she has also become passionate about voice technology and how she can leverage voice technology to help those with dementia, and she has actually three different skills that she's working on, one of which is already live, and uh, we get into all that great stuff here. This is a big, big issue that she's tackling, and it gives me real pleasure to introduce you to Natalia Suarez. So without any further ado, let's get right to the interview. Hi, Natalia. I want to welcome you to the Voice First Health podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and the listeners. Well, thank you for having me. I am very interested in uh, what you're doing. A colleague, a mutual colleague introduced us, and uh, what you look like you're doing in the voice space is quite fascinating and really um, uh, filling a need. But before we get to that, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background. So... um, yeah, where are you from? What are you doing? What's your what's your story? Well, so I am. Um, my background is graphic design. I'm from the Dominican Republic, but I've shifted my career to, into UX. So for the last um, five years, I've been working as a UX designer and developer. Um, and I just currently finished a master's degree in interactive media practice, uh, which is how I got involved in voice technology. Interactive media practice. That sounds fascinating. We'll get to that. So you're, you're from Dominican Republic. You're in London currently. What brought you from the, the Dominican to London? Um, basically, I, uh, I applied to a scholarship um, and uh, it's called Chivining. Um, it's a UK government's uh, scholarship uh, program, and I won this scholarship, and uh, I'm here. <laughs> Wonderful. And I'm here. Wonderful. And so you've been doing, so you've been studying there and doing your master's in interactive media. So can you describe that a little bit? What what exactly is that? So it's a combination of different disciplines. Um, it's a program at the University of Westminster. Um, it involves um, topics such as um, social media, um, uh, in interaction design, uh, user experience, uh, mobile apps and wearables. So I've got to um, ex- uh, have experience in different um, 
uh, areas in the digital industry, basically. Um, so I could explore with uh, VR, AR, um, UX design for mobile apps, etc. I I learned Unity, <laughs> so I'm I, I, it's pretty broad. Wow! So this sounds like it's a pretty well positioned uh, uh, background now for for all the stuff that's going on today, and that leads me to the whole idea of voice. So how did you get interested in voice technology? So um, basically, uh, to be honest, I started. Um, you know, uh, thinking about what I wanted to do for my final major project. And I wanted to do something different, something that I've never um, had experience with. Um, I wanted something new. And so I, one day I was in a friend's house and I, and she has um, Alexa, uh, she has an Amazon Echo uh, and she, she started um, interacting with it. I've, I've, never had one before <laughs> so I just got really interested in it and um, as a UX designer um, I wanted to experience how it would be to be a voice user um, interface designer so that's actually how I got um, involved in it <laughs> and um, I based my entire thesis project around that um, basically so yeah I wanted um just to experience new technology and combine it with my interest in health and um, dementia, which is the main topic for my project. Great, that's fantastic. And and that and that leads in right into, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about your project. And just before we get to the details, like, is there a particular reason that you focused on dementia and voice? Is there, sometimes people have personal stories around that or, or is this something that just really just happened to interest you? Well, my so I lived with my grandparents for almost two years, and my grandmother had vascular dementia. Ah. So before I moved to London, she passed away, um, but uh, and it, it really um, caused an impact in my life because I experienced all of that from the beginnings to the ends, um, and I've always wanted to uh, find a way to better communicate with her, um, understand what her needs are, help her, um, just maybe have a good time talking to her. Um, and my grandfather um, still lives uh, with dementia. He has senile dementia, so it's a bit different. Um, but I, I also like to spend time with him, but um, he forgets a lot of things. So I, I wanted to, um, since the start of the program, I wanted to create something for them. Um, and, uh, I, I just want to help people <laughs> with that condition. Right. Right. Well, that's, that's really interesting because oftentimes, yeah, I have noticed a, a trend that when people are really passionate about a particular topic, usually there's, or maybe not usually, but very often there is, uh, you know, a personal connection to that. So, um, well, it's great that you're doing this. So, so tell us about your, your project and what, what you've been doing with, uh, uh dementia and voice technology. So I've, um, for my uh, ma final major uh, thesis project, I've developed three Alexa skills, and uh, one of them is published. And it's a basic, uh, very basic um, quiz uh, for people with dementia. It's called Color Mind. Mm -hmm. So it's um, Color Mind is a skill um, that, helps, that helps people going through memory loss remember colors in life. 
It is dedicated for those people with living with dementia in the hopes that it will provide an entertaining way to engage with their carers, family members, and, and others. Um, so it's a skill that helps patients associate things from nature with the correct color names, uh, also allowing them to engage in an informal conversation. So um, it can test the patient's ability and current state of their memory by challenging them and remembering what color something is. Mm. Um, so it, it basically uh, just asks simple questions as like, for example, what color are apples? Um, and they would have to respond red. And if they respond another color, then um, they would have to try again later, um, basically. So it's 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 a very simple game that the one that's published on on the Alexa Skill Store, um, and um, yeah. So the 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 other ones are still not published because I'm still uh, working on them. But um, the other ones are called uh, I named them About Me and My Journey, and um, About Me is a skill that um, basically would help the patient remember things about their lives, um, remember the, the names of, of their parents, the name of their children, the name of their care, what things they liked. Um, for example, my, my grandfather, he loved um, collecting coins and stamps. Mm -hmm. And this is something he doesn't remember anymore. So when, when I show him his collection, then he gets happy and he remembers. Oh, wow. um, so... So about me is basically it, it would be uh, a skill that that would uh, be integrated with a form and then the carer would have to complete this form for the patient, um, including all these um, information about them. And then it would be integrated into the conversation. Um, so the, the skill can be used uh, with the care or by themselves, depending on the stage on dementia that the patient is. And um and then the third one, which is the, I think the most exciting one, it's called My Journey. Uh -huh. And My Journey is a skill that would just help remember the patient where they're going. Um, mm -hmm. This is the one that I'm uh, mostly, mostly excited about uh -huh. um, because it can expand and it can uh, help so many people. Um, so basically right now, what I'm developing is something very simple. It's just a skill that um, asks the person before they leave their house where they're going. So, for example, I'm leaving and I'm going to the supermarket or I'm going to the doctor or I'm going to my friend's house and I tell Alexa I'm going to the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm and I'm when I'm going there and I'm on my way and if I, I forget, I can ask Alexa to remind me where I'm going. Um, so this has a very, um, how do I say it? Uh, it, it, it is a, a skill that can be. But much more than that, um, it can be um, a wearable that can, you know, identify where the person is. Um, it can connect with an app that the carer can, you know, can have so that they know where the patient is at the moment. They can um, go pick them up if they're lost. Um, so many possibilities for this uh, last skill. So it's basically those three ones. And uh, the, the first one, Color Mind, is the one that I started working with because I wanted uh, basically to understand the Alexa console. I wanted to understand the SDK, uh, how to build this. And um, yeah, that <laughs> basically that. So I'm, I'm still really excited on this topic and uh, with, I, I'm really wanting to keep developing further all of them. And hopefully soon, all of the three, all uh, the three of them will be in the skills store. 
Wonderful, so. wonderful. All those that, well, it sounds like you're really, uh, like I said, filling filling a need here. Now, like in the process of developing these or trying them out, or in the in the case of Color Mind, that's live. Um, have you had the opportunity to get some feedback from some of the users or from other caregivers or that sort of thing? So basically, um, I uh, after it has been published, I haven't. Uh-huh. <laughs> but before that, um, I I did a lot of user testing because that was part of of you know uh, part of the process sure. um, to develop it. So I basically followed um, a UX design process uh, with mm-hmm. a you know uh, it, it varied a little bit. Um, uh, because voice is, of course, totally different than you know designing a graphical user interface. But um, I I did some testing uh, with people remotely, um, just because it was hard to to test going to like a care home. You have you need uh, permission. You need so many different things. So I tested first of all with my grandfather remotely, uh, sure. um, and um, I used different tools for this just um, it, because it's hard to test it with the you know the Amazon Echo if he doesn't have one there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the language as well, he doesn't speak English, so I had to do it in Spanish. Uh, um, and uh, so we um, I did with uh, different people um, online. Uh, user testing, um, following a script, um, just, you know, making myself be Alexa and then just listening to what their response would be. Um, That's one. And then another kind of testing I did was uh, sort of like a card sorting um, using Optimal Workshop. It's a tool for that. And I asked some friends to to go to their um, grandparents that suffered dementia and and do this kind of testing as well. And one of the interesting uh, things that I discovered um, in the results is that some of these some of these patients they actually don't remember the colors of some things for example mm-hmm. my my grandfather he he i remember i i asked him so what's the color of broccoli and uh-huh. he was like orange oh, wow. <laughs> and i'm like no no grandfather is not orange so um his care was there and uh-huh. And she had to go to the kitchen and get him like an actual broccoli so they can remember the name of it, the oh, color of it. Interesting. Um, very interesting. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I kept on like um, doing some more research, like how can this actually help um, for research? Uh-huh. Um, and it maybe it can be even used for like as a, like Stroop experiment, maybe um, just a kind of understand if you know there's is one of the things that they can forget easily um it's a so it's more like an experiment right now right um but um it's it's also um a skill that can just help you know have fun with them and and some people don't really understand this illness this condition sorry we don't call it illness Mm -hmm. um but this, some people that don't understand it, they can just sit sit next to them and, and play with Alexa and, you know, remember colors in nature. Maybe talk about each item that Alexa asks, like uh, trees, you know, what, you know, they can come up with a story about it. Who knows what the interactions would be. And have you taken into account, like, what does Alexa respond if they get something wrong that's in a sort of you know, still a, a gentle way that 
that tells them that they're wrong or how do you, how do you do that? <laughs> so, um, I really don't want them to feel bad because mm -hmm. it's a game and they don't really have to remember. Mm -hmm. Um, so Alex, Alexa would be, you know, positive about it would be, uh, it's okay. Um, it's, you got it wrong, but you can always get better mm -hmm. um, and then come up with the next uh, the next que question. Right. So it would it would be it's pro it's like a subtle response, um, not not making them feel bad ever. Right. Right. And you, you gave me an idea when you said like this caregiver had like actually gone and got a piece of broccoli to show it to your grandfather. Like, have you used the multimodal aspects? Like, have you looked at you doing it on like on an Echo Show and actually then showing a picture of the item? Yeah. So that's um, one of the things that I after I did some testing, I got this idea of oh, I can print some like a deck of cards that can go along with it. So I designed a deck of cards, and then I I, I kept on reading uh, the Alexa documentation, and then I read oh, I can use home cards. So I implemented the home cards in the skill. So, so yes, it would it would basically show you the the picture of um, what Alexa is asking you. Like if if it's what color are broccolis, then you'll get a uh, a picture of a broccoli. Fantastic, that's great. And I'd like to ask a couple more questions about the the about me uh, skill. Um, so this one's really interesting because you're able to put information into essentially the database of things that are relevant to this person. So. You said the caregiver would enter this into the database. Like how how is that designed? How does that make it easy for somebody that doesn't know how to program? Oh no! So it's 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 very easy because the skill um, would just have to have an account account linking, mm -hmm. and then it would take you to a form that you would just um, fill fill up once, and it was it would stay in the. Uh, database for forever until maybe I can implement a way of you know making it editable. But okay. right, right now it's a form that the care just um, you know using their phones um, through you know through the app. Basically, it's just a, a very basic form they have to fill in. Got so it. it's a ba basic like name, date of birth, city, country, something they love, hobby. Mother's name, etc. Okay, and then the person, like you said, the, the actual person uh, would then interact with the skill to recall that information when needed. Exactly. Cool. Very cool. And then just to touch on again the My Journey one. So they tell the Alexa device, the Echo device, where they're going, and then it would potentially, like you said, track them based on some type of wearable device, and then yes. I guess I'm just not clear. So then, the person, like the the person that the the person with dementia would be interacting it, or it's more for than the caregiver to track where the person is going. Well, so right now, what I have um, implemented um, that's still not in the, in the skill store is a very very basic um, skill. Just because I, I I don't have the I say manpower right now to right. develop a whole wearable. Sure. But um, this the the skill right now it's a very simple skill that just asks um the patient where they're going before they leave the house, mm -hmm. and they they just say I'm going to the supermarket, and then they if they're lost on their way they can uh, ask Alexa where they're going and. Alexa will remember, awesome. but um, what I really it's it's more into like looking into the future kind of skill, mm -hmm. um, because it started from being something really uh, basic 
to it being having so much potential to be so much more. And it came from from exper experimenting, experiencing with uh, wondering with our patients and um, and interviewing a lot of people that care for people with dementia that have had this problem of wandering in the streets. So and basically right now it's very simple skill, but it can, that's what I, I was saying, it can be a wearable that can track you where you're going. Um, it can be connected to an app that the care um, can have on their phone. And then if the patient says I'm lost, it can trigger some kind of notification to the carer's phone and then they can track the person down and um, and go pick them up, for example. Wonderful. Wow. That's really, really great. Yeah. Very exciting stuff that you're that you're doing. Do you have any kind of idea of timeline at this point in terms of when some when the other two will be live on the skill store? Yes. So I'm thinking uh, I think uh, by the end of the month. The other two will be oh, wow. um, Great. in the school. Yes, it's because they're very they're very uh, simple. <laughs> but um, I I really want to keep on working on my journey one because I think is is one of the one of the three that has more potential to grow and to help more people. Um, and uh, it, wandering is a big issue for dementia patients that are still independent in a way, and they, they are still, you know, performing their everyday lives. And maybe some of them don't even have care um, 24 hours a day, and they, you know, they can forget where they're going when they're in the streets. Right, right. Well, this is great. Uh, I'm really pleased we had this chance to talk, Natalia. It's uh, it's really nice to, to hear what you're working on. This is a big problem that you're tackling, obviously, with aging population and dementia becoming more and more common. So, um, hey, it's great to hear about this, and, and I wish you all the best with this. Uh, it, you're tackling a very, very important issue. So thank you very much for coming on the podcast. And I'd love for you to tell listeners, like, where can people go to learn more about what you're doing or connect with you and that sort of thing? Um, I, I think they can connect with me through LinkedIn okay. or, yeah. um, or Twitter. I'm, I'm being pretty active in Twitter lately. Great. <laughs> um, so yeah, one of those two uh, mediums and, uh, I, I thank you for having me. Um, this is very exciting for me to share my projects because I'm, I'm very passionate about this and I, I really want to help people and, and, and just, um, you know, knowing that somebody will hear this and listen and maybe they'll be interested in, uh, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's wonderful. And, uh, and I'm sure we'll get some people that are listening that are interested in what you're doing. So um, thank you very much. I'll make sure to put the links to your Twitter and your LinkedIn on the uh, show notes page when this goes live. So, yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that interview. Boy, dementia is a big issue in our society and people like Natalia are tackling it head on and I think that is absolutely wonderful. So, of course, I'm going to put all of the uh, links to the various resources that she mentioned, including her contact, uh, LinkedIn and Twitter on the show notes page. You can access that at voicefirsthealth.com slash 50. And finally, I do encourage you again to check out the new flash briefing suite of practical tips for those people with various illnesses or conditions. You can simply go to voicefirsthealth.com and you will see the uh, briefcast tab at the top of the page and you can enable these skills right now on your Amazon Echo devices. Uh, I love some feedback on these and if you're interested in 
being a contributor to the Voice First Health suite of flash briefings, then please get in touch with me as well. We're looking for uh, people with uh, health uh, expertise and that can provide evidence-based flash briefings. Thank you again for tuning in this week. I look forward to bringing you another podcast very soon. Talk to you then.